1: Where flavor gets its wings. Now, your hosts Nate Newton, Kurt Daniels, Jesse Holly, and Shannon Gross.
2: Hey, it's Hump Day, Wednesday. Hump Day. Hanging with the boys, Let's coming to you go. live in the S W B C Mortgage Living Room, Frisco, Texas. Shout out to Wingstop for making this show possible. We are here, Kurt Daniel, Shannon Gross, Nate Newton, yes, Jesse Holly, and man, we got some we got some breaking newses. We got a couple of different things that have come out over the, over the last few hours. Jesse Holly uh, brought to our attention. There's a little drama that's going on up in New York. Tell us what what's happening as we speak. This the situation is unfolding
4: yeah so about 20 minutes ago as we're kind of getting ourselves together to go on to this uh wonderful well-produced uh show that we call hanging with the boys tweets are firing off that there was a fight in giant country and a fight with someone that we are familiar with coach head coach joe judge uh and i'm saying allegedly got into a fish fight with our uh, homeboy and former Cowboys coach and my former teammate Mark Colombo the off- who was the offensive line coach here in Dallas and went over there with Jason Garrett to be the O-line coach in New York So the reports are coming out that they got into a heated discussion uh, And and a fish fight broke out and Mark Colombo slugged Joe judge who then fired Mark Colombo and now the reports that are coming out saying there actually wasn't a fist fight but there was a firing so, you know, where there's smoke, there's probably fire. Um, mm-hmm. and yeah, so uh so you you think you think that we're imploding, you think that this place is burning down. No. The NFC East is finding new ways to just be more crazier. It's like, oh, you did what, Dallas? Hold on. Hold my beer, hold my whiskey. We're about to do something even crazier over here in New York. So it, it's just been uh, it's been a it, this is 2020. Like, this is literally, when the last time have you heard uh, a head coach being punched, allegedly, by one of his assistants? Like, this That's is indicative of what we are in <laughs> in the year of 2020. That's My crazy. Was,
3: was, Kurt, as you were, you he he was anything? known as, Colombo was known as a kind of a mean character on the field. What was he like as a teammate, Jesse?
4: Oh, he was great. He was a great yeah. teammate. Great teammate. Uh, I used to, You know, he's in a band. And so I even used to go out to some him. Uh, who was it? Corey Proctor and uh, big Leonard Davis. Leonard Davis. Free reign, brother. Free reign. Free
2: reign. <laughs> I went to a
4: couple of free reign shows. You leave with a headache, but hey, I went to, <laughs> I went to a couple of free reign shows. And so uh, Mark was a great teammate, man. Great dude. Great person. and And as nasty as he was on the field, he wasn't as aggressive off the field so this is one that I'm kind of interested to hear the backstory to because you probably had to say something or do something pretty you, you probably crossed if, if Mark punched you he, you probably crossed the line and you probably deserve to get punched like he's that kind of person he's not going to just haul off and punch people for no reason he doesn't have an attitude problem or an anger issue
5: yeah. if he
4: punched you you probably did something to provoke his fists landing somewhere in the region of your face.
2: Kurt, have you ever allegedly punched, punched your boss?
3: No, no, I can't say that I have, and I don't plan on it either, so no worries, Derek, not coming for you. <laughs> Nate, you, had, thing, you play.
1: One thing I like about Colombo is he a direct person. You tell him what you think, you tell him in the correct way, he'll, he'll accept what you're saying, something said that didn't agree with Mark Colombo.
2: Yeah, Kurt, you, uh, Nate. You had you played for a lot of high testosterone teams with a lot of young, fiery coaches. Did you ever see a couple of coaches get into it, like during practice or on the sidelines?
1: Yeah, I have seen a couple of coaches get choked. I'm not gonna call them names because I. Love them <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> I've seen some some, some dallies and some dillies, So, but I'm not wow. calling them out, man.
3: Coaches, coaches choking other coaches. Or players, coach, players
1: coaches I mean Coaches <laughs> Players Coaches On coaches when a, Normally when a player Lay hands on a On a coach it ain't, Somebody gotta leave Cause it ain't gonna Never be right yeah. after that
4: <laughs> wow. wow I I I, I, um, I I have a You know I won't say his name Cause he's a Pretty 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 Prominent Especially in his time He's retired now But a pretty Prominent player Uh Choked a coach at halftime during a Monday night football game. <laughs> not, it's not when I was in Dallas though. It was not a, it's not a Dallas story,
0: not a Dallas story. But a very
4: prominent player choked a coach, a position coach, at halftime of the Monday night of a Monday night football game. It was one wow. of the, it was one of the craziest things I've ever seen in my life. And we were told yeah. that if, if, if word got out that you know people, would, if we find out who, you would lose your job. How awkward That's is how awkward is that? Is it just like <laughs> in the locker room? Is it just like, oh my god, like don't look? Or like look Well, it, was, it it was no. an argument. It started as an argument, and the next thing I know, this player is like literally choking a coach into the locker. Like literally, <laughs> like, you know, you you know the cubby holes. He's like he's like on top of a coach, like
5: two hands around his neck.
4: I was like, wow. this is the National uh-huh. Football League. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you something.
1: Man. Most coaches ain't as big as Colombo, and if they are bigger than Colombo, they out of shape. You know, because it always amazes me how coaches yeah. cuss you out and tell you to get in shape, and then you find out they out of shape. But anyway, uh, you—that's just a line you don't cross as men. As as volatile as our sport is, and as crazy as we act, and as hyped as we get sometimes, we never forget that there is a chain of command. And may you may be making ten times more than this coach, but if he has any clout on that on that uh, staff, he'll be working to get you out of there. Believe that.
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hey. Mm-hmm. So so if the if the reports are true and he's he's been fired, any chance of him coming back here as some type of special assistant or anything like that? I know I know I heard the players loved him, right? <laughs>
3: Nate's got his hand on his face there. He's not, no, I don't see. I mean, they got a good line I, I, I coach of children, no, so. m- Take it away, Nate. You I, I, dealt don't, don't, if I
1: love, don't know if I love Colombo like we do. A great human being. But, but why is it we always got to go back? Why does the Cowboys... Mm. Oh, let's get Tony Romo. Let's get Jason Witt. Let's get Bart Colombo. <laughs> Boy, let's bring on the band, man. That's, that's a symbol to... Oh, no!
2: <laughs> oh, man. Okay, just... You know what? 90% of the time when I ask a question on this show, I know the answer. It's just I need to <laughs> ask the question... That's right. You just to spur start a conversation. conversation. And, and, just, yeah. and sometimes, you know what? Every day that I'm on this show, I learn something. That's, that's another part about what I love about this show is I'm constantly learning from you guys. I'm constantly getting bits and pieces of information. So every once in a while, I'll throw out a question that I think that I know the answer to, and you guys will surprise me and give me a different point of view. So Nate, don't put your hand on your face and get all frustrated <laughs> whenever I say something stupid. Because <laughs> see, I'm not an idiot. <laughs> you no,
1: know, I no, not to you, Shannon, not to you or none of my teammates. But understand this: when you ask that question, as as bad as our offensive line that played at times, don't you know Jesse's Twitter line is firing off because you asked that question, <laughs> and then and then Chris <laughs> Gross shows up with a fight shirt on. Come
2: on, man. No, Kyle, sir. Kyle, <laughs> Kyle Yeoman's. You talking about the referee shirt? Chris Beam.
4: No, Chris Beam was oh, holding Beam. up the fight sweatshirt. Oh, talking about, yeah, I talking you talking about Kyle? You said you said Chris. You meant Kyle?
1: Yeah, no, Chris. No, Chris Beam showed up with the fight shirt. Oh, Chris, the, Chris. Uh, yeah. You I said Chris. You said Chris league. Gross, so Chris I, Beam. Okay. I'm sorry, man. I, I, you know, I, I got it mixed up, man, because you just uh, – I can't think straight when we start talking about bringing uh. back players and coaches. <laughs> All
2: right. Well, well, we'll move on. So, I, I, I have a question about – well, it's kind of about bringing back a player. Who do you go with this week? We talked about it last week. Do you go with – sounds like Andy Dalton's back at practice.
3: He's officially back. They just announced. Do you, do you go with mm-hmm. – he's officially back okay officially yeah him and him and Crawford are. they just announced they're taking them off the reserve code list and they put digs on okay. IR
2: okay do you go with Andy Dalton and roll that out there again And do you feel like he gives you the best chance to win or do you go with the the old young guy or the old new guy and Garrett Gilbert that actually showed a little bit of something and and had a little bit of spark to this offense what do you do Nate
3: Did we lose Hello. name? Maybe hey.
1: I just act like I couldn't move. I just see how long it'll work.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I just <wrote. laughs> See a place. No, pretty good.
0: No, pretty good. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, this guy. Oh. Is, it, is it better to have a. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
3: Is it better to have a quarterback of experience? Say that was good. <laughs> so, I'm better to have Garrett a quarterback gilbert, with so experience or one or one with started. some energy okay.
4: oh, i want gary gilbert
1: uh, i'm just being honest i'm through with it jesse you do what you do baby
4: <laughs> so I, so so i changed my stance because a week ago i was all for hey let's go with gary gilbert let's go with Garrett gilbert um, but there is something to be said about a quarterback with experience there is something to be said about a quarterback with knowledge um and it was something that said that, you know, quarterback that you paid. But I changed my stance to this. I think you go back to Andy Dalton, but Andy Dalton has a leash. Short and leash. at this point in time, uh, I, and I don't know how short that leash is. You know, may, maybe it's a half. Maybe it's, you know, a turnover, whatever that is. But you, you should be able to gauge early on in the game if your team has the energy and chemistry that it needs To to pull out a victory. And if it doesn't if it doesn't give you that, then I think then it's time for you to go to the other guy. And and it's it's not like, you know, Andy is like the 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 starter or the star of this team. So, like, even if you go back and forth, right, if you decide, you know, this week we're going to start Garrett Gilbert and we might go back to Andy Dalton. Like, that's not a problem at this point in time of the season. It's not like if you are Carson Wentz and you get pulled for Jalen Hurts. Now, that's something that's something completely different because that guy is a hundred million dollar guy. He's been your starter. You pull him and you put somebody else in. You're pretty much saying, sir, your time here is done. With this situation is different because we've had a a, a mosh posh of quarterbacks playing, whether that be Gilbert or whether that be Andy Dalton or or Cooper Rush or whoever. So I think with with this, you kind of give Andy Dalton the, the chance to say, "Okay." You had a concussion because the term is you're not supposed to lose your job because of injury. Uh, You had a concussion. Then you were hanging out at TCU and you caught the COVID with the young people. I'm making that up. I don't know if you caught the COVID from hanging out at TCU. That's completely false if you don't take that and run with it. Um, But now you've come back. Let's see how your week of practice is going. And we're going to play you. And if the energy and the productivity isn't there, we're going to go with Garrett Gilbert. And we're going to develop this guy to be our backup for next year because you, you, all signs point to Dak Prescott being healthy and being able to come back again next year, next year. And Andy's made it very clear that he wants to go somewhere and start. So he's not looking to come back here next year as a backup quarterback. So if you're not getting it done for us, let's go to Garrett Gilbert, let's get him some experience, let's get him revved up in this offense, and let's get him ready to be our backup for next year by getting some reps uh, throughout the rest of this season. Kurt?
3: You think also, you know, Dalton, both his starts, he basically didn't have Zach Martin in the, in the offensive line. I think he, Martin only played like eight snaps or something and then got hurt in the first game, and he set out the next one. So, I don't know, maybe he deserves a chance to, to see what he can do behind a little better offensive line. Um, I don't know. I, I, I've heard some people kind of say, you got to see if Gilbert's going to be your backup for next season um, and see what he can do now. No, yeah, we still but, got time for that. Yeah, I agree. We got time I, for that
4: with Gilbert. We got time yeah. with Gilbert, and
3: I, I don't even buy that. I mean, we went through the list yesterday. What we had eight teams that would say yes to Dak Prescott as their quarterback, and four more that would maybe say you know they would take. I mean, how many of those teams would have Andy Dalton as their? I mean, I don't. At this point, I don't see really a spot. Uh, you know, Dalton wants a number one. Uh, gig next year in the NFL. I don't know if there's going to be one for him. So he may be looking at another backup job. He may be the perfect backup next year too. So I, I'm not ready to turn the reins over to Gilbert just yet. But like you said, Jesse, I think you know, you're know you going to have to kind of see how the team ebbs and flows with him. maybe it brings you, a certain you, energy.
1: You cannot, and I repeat, Jess, you know better than this, you cannot do that to Andy Dalton. You either tell him as a head coach and office coordinator, hey, man, we're going to run with this young guy. We know who you are. And the, and the young guy has the short leash, not, not Andy. Because if you short leash Andy, you, you know he ain't going to be here because that's a bad mark against a backup ex-starting quarterback. That is the total bad mark. So you, you, don't, you, you do that the other way. If you let Andy be your quarterback, Andy has to complete this game. Because if you snatch him, what does that say for bringing him in here? And what does that do around for 31 other teams? That ain't, that ain't going to bode well. Hmm.
4: It's it the same now. thing. It, it does the same thing that it done with Don Terry Poe. And, uh, but Don Terry we Poe couldn't play now.
1: Don Terry couldn't, couldn't put play, man. You know what I mean? This dude here was, was sitting in the middle of a donut going around and around, so it, it don't. It don't
3: <laughs> uh,
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You, huh. all right? No, uh, I'm embarrassed. Take, that, that's an insult to Andy. <laughs> all
2: right, let's take our first break. When we come back, let's. Great talk job, about
1: Shannon. Did you know? The, do you know what, what the breaks are going to be? The the, the commercials, because you know everything else. Yeah, but.
2: I don't ever know when your when your internet's going to quit working and when you're just faking it. Just that, that was that was I good. That, that might. You that, you've done some funny some stuff on lips. this show. That might that might be the funniest thing you've done on this show. That was in a that, while. Uh, I, appreciate I appreciate that. It. We'll be back and we'll see what kind of shenanigans Nate has in his bag when we come back on Hanging with the Boys. Hanging, baby.
0: Is your family a Cowboys family? Have you taken holiday photos at the Star? Was your wedding theme blue and silver? Have you convinced your kids them is spelled with a D? If so, every game day feels like a vacation to you, so treat it like one. Whether you're traveling to the game or watching from your favorite vacation spot, book a place to stay on Hotels.com
2: Adjust your cleats, adjust your pads, even adjust your helmet, but seriously, don't adjust your underwear because once it's seen, it cannot be unseen. Tommy John's fabric keeps you cool and dry on the field or in the stands, and now they even have loungewear. Yeah, buddy. Loungewear. Shop underwear at TommyJohn.com forward slash cowboys for 15% off your first order. That's TommyJohn.com forward slash cowboys. Go get you some. All right. Jerry Jones said on his radio interview yesterday, keeping with the theme of Wednesdays and the Cowboys offense, Pollard has had enough to to really say we've got a guy here that can be an impact-type player for us. Kurt points out that he's only playing 22% of the offensive snaps. Can you really have an impactful player that plays 22% of the snaps?
1: Yes, yes, you can. You dial okay. up the plays, and he's the and he's that type, excitable guy. You're only looking for two or three big plays out of that guy that's playing 23 percent or less. You know, you're looking for two, three, maybe four big plays, and he and he's giving them that. You know,
3: does he deserve more, or is it like I think Jesse said that? Who is it, uh, Felix Jones? You were talking about the more he got, the worse he got, or something like that. I, yeah. You know.
4: I, I, I just think it sucks for Tony Pollard because he landed in a bad situation. Let's be yeah. honest. Mm-hmm. Um, things, he, he, they, he came here with the plan, right? They drafted him with the plan. And then all of a sudden, you know, you pay Zeke, and then all of a sudden you go and you draft a guy with the number 18 overall pick in CD Lamb. And then he has the success that he has early on. And so now you, Tony Pollard finds himself in a situation of, where do I get the reps for Tony Pollard? Hence why he does a bunch of kickoff stuff. Because this team has no room for Tony Pollard. He was such a great receiver uh, in college and they want to utilize that, but now you're saying, do I want to throw the ball to Tony Pollard or do I want to throw the ball to CeeDee Lamb? Mm -hmm. Right, and now Mm -hmm. I I pay my running back so much money, so how do I pull him off the field and to give this other guy snaps? I can't justify me putting a $15 million back on the sideline just to give the other guy some reps. That's just not how this thing works. So you're looking at uh, 3,000 yard receivers and a decent tight end, you know, and a running back who has been a rushing champion and who is a, a key figure in your offense. You're now looking at it saying, well, where do I get this guy reps from? And that's the hardest part. that's the hardest part for Kellen Moore and Mike McCarthy is we have this guy who we see in moments can do some things that is pretty explosive. But time and time again, you find yourself in this conundrum of how do I get Tony Pollard reps? And that's the difficult part. So the 22% where he's being impactful, yeah, when he gets the ball on 22%, he he is most of the time making positive plays. But to increase that means I have to decrease somewhere else. Am I decreasing the workload from, from Zeke? Yes or no? Am I the creeping? Am I, am I taking Ceedee Lamb off the field? Right. I also got guys like Cedric Wilson, who's come along and have done some wonderful things for me. So even when I want to go four wide receiver, now it's do I go Tony Pollard as a fourth wide receiver or do I go Cedric Wilson? So this is a situation that Tony Pollard is just one of those guys who were caught up in a situation where it's like, damn, I, I'm I'm sorry, <laughs> but you're in a situation where we just can't find enough. There's not enough snaps. There's not enough footballs, and not enough opportunity to get you what you may think you want or the fans think you deserve because of all of the other tremendous talent that we have around here. So, yes, he has been impactful in that 22% of the time that he's gotten it. But to give him more means I have to make a decision either him or Cedric Wilson, him or C.D. Lamb, him or Michael Gallup, him or Mark Cooper, him, or Ezekiel Elliott. Now... And then the the one caveat that he's not really good at, that even when Zeke is having a bad rushing day, can he pick up the blitz? He has not been, overall, he has not been the greatest at being able to identify and then step up and protect and passing downs. So again, when you have to make these, these tough decisions, you have to weigh in all the factors. Yes, he gives me a spark, but when we go to drop back, can he pick up that blitzing linebacker? Can he locate the guy that's coming free? And, yes, can he run routes? Sure, absolutely. But does he do it better than CeeDee Lamb? Does he do it better than Cedric Wilson? Mm-hmm. That's the conundrum that they're in, and it sucks for a guy like Tony Pollard who has a tremendous set of skills. You just right now, you just, you just rosters filled with talent, and you just happen to be the odd man out.
1: You know mm-hmm. what? Win games, and when are you talking about, that? Win right. games and the 22% yeah. yeah. would be enough. You know, we 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 are we are in the back of our minds. I'm talking about fans, you know, and, and even Mr. Jones has that. We you, you're trying to fix things that that nothing is broke, <laughs> nothing is broke with the percentages of plays this kid is getting. Everything is is right in place. You have to win games to understand. I mean, you have uh, here this kid coming in here this week, uh, Devin Cook. Well, the guy that plays behind him plays 22. percent Guess what? But since the break, they have won four or five straight games. Nobody's worrying about it now. They was worried about it before, but nobody's worrying about it now. Win games, and everybody's
2: happy. Win games.
3: Mm, that's for sure.
2: Just win. So you think
3: that – What would you guys do – They've won – Wait. Well, I was going to ask. You mentioned, Nate, they've won three straight now since their bye week. And there's, the rest of their – we were talking about schedules of the NFC East. Tw- pa- uh, Packers. Vikings have one of the easiest schedules in the league going forward. Do you think this team is a real contender now?
1: I think the Vikings are right where they want to be. Uh, it, it just keeping in line, what we used to talk about the offense, our offense versus defense. They got uh, one, two, three, four, five, six rookies in place. Seven rookies in place on their defense that are playing, and it and it hurt them. The first four or five games before the bye, it hurt them. They only had one win and uh, about three or f- about five losses. It hurt them, but they they knew early on, okay, we're gonna play these rookies, and maybe when we come to the bye and we see the donut part of the schedule, known as the NFC East, maybe we can win some games <laughs> and build some confidence. I- I'm serious, that- man. What, 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 we, what, what we do, what we have done in the old days, have drafted guys, rookies, and not play them. Because we thought we were a 12- and 13-win team, and we would not play these guys and get them experience. Well, now we're playing these guys. So, uh, let's go, man. Let's go.
2: Speaking of playing these guys – Offensive line, what are you guys doing there? Do you are are you still running out Terrence Steele, uh, trying to develop him, or what are you doing there? It is seems it, like this this team is being you know th- that's their guy. That's what they're going with. Is that what we're going to see this week?
1: Yeah, you're going to see that man, and you're going to see. Uh, our right guard is the stabilizer. You know, every time we talk about one of these quarterbacks, we talking about well he didn't get to play with uh he didn't get to play with the right guard. I mean, okay, he didn't get to play with the right guard. Now he's getting to play with the right guard, so everything's gonna be all right. So that means Terrence Steele gonna be alright too. If it's good for one, it's good for the other. So Terrence Steele is be stabilized You're, no, I'm being honest. I'm being honest. Your your offensive coordinator. Your offensive coordinator and Keller Moore Before the break, finally called a game, and Jesse, tell me if I'm wrong, he finally called a game that helped his team in the lack of of where they lacked at in a lot of places. He finally called something that everybody could could, could, uh, uh, digest and and transfer to the field. You know, and so I'm I'm, I'm thinking that Kellen Moore said, okay, I got this now. I, I, I can really do this. Thanks, Coach. Uh, the head coach thank you I'm, I'm finna do this I'm finna run just enough what? get a, just enough mixture in here get the ball out of my hands Terrence Steele is gonna be alright He's he may not never be what you call a, a first rate starter but he'll be in somebody rotation if not here somewhere else man because what you need is experience. What you need is to be able to play. Now, that's crushing us in a, lot, a lot of times because we always leave this kid butt naked at the beginning of the games. I'm always cry about that. <laughs> you can't leave a kid butt naked at the beginning of a game.
3: <laughs>
4: what, what, what did you see? But at the end of the game, get, get butt naked. Yeah.
3: <laughs> you know, oh, I'm just saying well, you right. do
4: whatever you do, Jess, but uh, oh, okay. you just can't go you, to the trailer you, park. You. Go to the trailer park, baby. Uh, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> hey, ready, uh, hey, I knew where you were Run going. To I was <laughs> butt, butt naked.
2: Hey, you brought you brought up a good point, Nate. Kellen Moore called a hell of a game the last game. Jesse, do you think do you think we're gonna see m- this game is gonna be Called like that game creative, but not too cute, not too fancy? Or do you, you think he's now established like, okay, this is the blueprint. This is what we need to do to be successful going forward.
4: I don't know. Kellen Ooh. has been as inconsistent as this team has been all year. It's like, you will mm-hmm. they'll, they'll play good at one moment. The next game they'll come and they'll be back to what we started. I don't know. I, I hope, I hope that he had an opportunity just like players to kind of self evaluate his self at the break and 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 look at what he did last week and try to find some sort of rhythm but again guess what it goes back to i got a new quarterback in here now so what worked last week for that quarterback might not work week with this quarterback what throws and what calls last week worked for that quarterback might not work for this quarterback he might not like those throws or those calls so now this is this is the the, the the dilemma you have when you don't have a starting quarterback. When you have a bunch of backups going out there, you have to change your game plan each and every week, and and hope that that quarterback sees what needs to be seen in order to be successful in it. So, I honestly what, to I, answer your question, I have no clue. Well, what did you like from that? You both mentioned he he called
3: great game. Was it more balanced? Did he run the ball more? What what what, what did you like about that? It, it,
1: it, it was just more balanced, man. It was more balanced. Uh, the quarterback. See, the thing, The why I liked it, this kid, Gilbert, is he moved up into the pocket, and he moved mm-hmm. around in the pocket just enough to help his receivers get open. And he avoided the, the pressure a couple of times and threw away the ball. And that is what I expected more from Andy Dalton, is to, him to move up in the pocket, get rid of the ball, you know, but like you you know, I guess because we were missing the right guard, he couldn't do that. So let's see can he do that this game? Because one thing you've always heard me say is, and even with Dak, why are we holding on to the ball? I understand we're trying to drive the ball downfield, we're trying to be mid range, to long. But guess what? Sometimes you dink and dunk to open up things like that and give your offensive line a chance to settle down. Uh, you still throwing on first down. Okay, give your offensive line a chance to settle down. And that's what this kid, Garrett Gilbert, did. He gave everybody a chance to settle down through the select play calling that uh, Coach Kellen Moore and Andy Reid put together. That was nice. Just the play selection, man. You ain't got to drive this thing downfield every time. Now, I think our receivers are are good enough route runners to get get open in the short to medium routes too. Jesse, uh, what do you see in our receivers?
4: Now you said Andy Reid. I, I wish we had Andy. I Reed mean Andy, 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 yeah, <laughs> yeah Andy. Too, and,
1: and, well, Andy's mind in that in Dalton's body, but because was the other I way wish. around, it wouldn't work. Yeah, Chris, hey Chris,
2: Chris Gross, Chris Beam, Andy Dalton, Andy Reid doesn't matter on this show. We know what you're talking <laughs> about. Yeah, right? you know what, man? I,
1: I just, I'm just excited to even be here with you guys, man. I ain't arguing with Nick. But, you know, I ain't arguing
4: with Nick. Hey, I make the ten name up, boy. Dude, I hey, tell bro, you what, I, you know,
1: I ain't never been good at names, dog. But I tell you what, if you could play, I ain't gonna mess up your name. I ain't messed up oh. Z. I I ain't messed up. <laughs> I ain't messed up Dak. I know who C D Lamb is. Yeah, I know who Gary Gill is. Dak,
2: Dak's three letters. But I Nate. mess up Andrew. Dak Reed is and and three Andy letters. In and, <laughs> and all of those.
1: Yeah, for real. And Chris Beam. I know who he is, but I don't oh. know who Shannon Beam is.
2: Oh, oh my man. Re- receivers, Jesse. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. What was the question? I don't know. Let's go to break. Let's go to break. And when we come back, here's what I want. We're going to talk about Vikings defense. Nate, Jesse, give me some names of some guys that I should be watching or that I'm going to hear their name called on Sunday when the Cowboys okay. take on the Vikings. We'll be back. Last segment. Hanging with the boys. And with cases, screen protectors, and power accessories, you can defend your phone and stay connected to every play. Gear up at OtterBox.com and amp up the fun of every Cowboys game. That's OtterBox.com. Dear, it's
5: 1908. Don't you think we should get electricity? Hmm,
3: and stop using candles to see at night. It's
5: just electricity lights up the room fast. It's more reliable than candles blowing out, and people seem to love it nationwide.
0: Well, candles
5: are... Dear, did you just run into the wall? Nope.
2: Welcome back. Hanging with the boys. That's WBC Mortgage Living Room, Frisco, Texas. Are you looking for something to change up your dinner routine? Help support local Frisco businesses by choosing one of over 30 restaurants at the Star District. For information on delivery, takeout, curbside pickup, and dine-in availability, visit thestardistrict.com. I will be going and having dinner in the Star District tonight before we do our show tonight, Nate. By the way, Nate and I... We'll be doing a little show here on DallasCowboys.com called Cowboys Crosstalk. It will also be on 105.3 The Fan, our flagship station. And tonight's special guest will be Tony Tolbert, Nate Newton's former teammate of about nine years and also his roommate. So we should have some good stories on the show tonight. So make sure you tune in. And if you're out at the Star District tonight... Look for me because I will be out there eating somewhere on a patio before we do the show. So,
4: what's the there likelihood we go. of this combination of host and station? What's the likelihood that I'll ever get an invite to this show? Probably um, I, uh, right, Slim the Numb and you fresh out of Slim? Go talk I again. think. <laughs> Emily I, Cruz. I, Call her. I think you, you have a greater
2: than 1% chance. And less than a one hundred percent chance somewhere between okay. somewhere between ninety nine yeah some yeah, yeah. something like New- that <laughs> yeah. Trying, right. I'm trying to do well, math and it's not working. You really didn't go to Austin. school back then. Remember,
1: they lived at 15 different places, so they spent more time. I, more
2: I, more <laughs> I don't think it's completely out of the realm of, of possibility. I don't think I don't think it's completely out of the realm. You would have to probably be the alumni player, which you would have to, like Nate said, talk to Emily about it. She lines all those up. So yeah. it would be all fun right, to have well, you I'm on just, that show.
5: I'm it would be different.
2: fun. I'm just checking my, I'm just checking the probability. Yeah, I think it's greater than one. It's probably not much, <laughs> not much, not much greater, but it's probably greater than one. So, listen.
4: All right, back to the, the gets show. Me my whole life, I got a chance. <laughs> hey, there you go, there you go. You saying, <laughs> saying there's a chance, <laughs> Nate? Give me, some, <laughs> oh, wow. give me some names
2: of some. Oh wow! some. Give me some names of some guys that I'm gonna hear on the Vikings defense come Sunday at three thirty when the game kicks off. Who who are, who are their playmakers on that team right now?
1: Eric Wilson, number 50, fourth-year linebacker. 3.5 sacks, one for his former three interceptions, two former recoveries. He's everywhere. He's the do-it-all guy. You can look out for uh, uh, Eric, uh, the other linebacker, Kendrick. Kendrick, he's
3: good too. Huh?
1: Yeah, Kendrick, yeah. Yeah, you can look out for him too. And the one guy that's in the, I hate to say his name, is Harrison Smith. I think he was here at the Cowboys 80 years ago and still playing. Yeah. <laughs> got an interception his last game. Uh, smart. Uh, just, you know, those are guys, like I said, they got six rookies, seven rookies on their team, uh, do they? defensive team, and first and second year guys that are starting to come into their own.
3: With Harrison Smith and what? Anthony Harris, do they do they have some of the best safeties in the league?
1: They play well together, and they understand what Zim wants, and they play good team defense. They're always in the right place, you know. Seem like you know to make plays, except on a hundred and five yard kickoff return. Mm.
2: What are they gonna? What are they? What is? What does Zim like to do defensively? Like, how does he like to scheme? What What are we gonna see from a scheme standpoint, and what What kind of game plan are they gonna come or are they gonna have on Sunday?
1: Uh, to me, Zim is the type of uh, Coach is, he like disciplined guys, guys knowing where they need to be. And he'll do what he thinks ever take, whether it's blitzy, uh, safeties or corners, whether it's blitzing uh, linebackers or whether it's trying to get healed. He will see what needs to be done and try to fit his game playing to it. You know, he's given up 115 yards rushing and 267 yards uh passing. So you know, they, them first six or seven losses really hurt them. They, they you know, uh, they, you know, and they still holding on to that man. It's still lingering effects to that right there because these guys are young. But he'll he'll do anything. He'll blitz, you know, you know. Uh, but he likes to stop that run and make you throw at him because he think he has great corners and safeties that over the long haul they'll win the big play at the right time.
3: Mm.
2: Something I want to. Something I want to get to, I know we're kind of cutting the, the defensive conversation short on the Viking side. Maybe we can get a little bit more into that tomorrow. But, Kurt, uh, Nate, your former teammate Charles Haley had an interesting comment um, on a, was it Kurt, was it a local radio show? And, Jesse, I want to get your, your yeah. thoughts on on what he had to say, too. Go ahead with, with the quote, quote, Kurt.
3: Well, he was, yeah, he was on a local radio show this morning, and he basically was saying that Today's Cowboys players aren't physical enough. That they don't have that real thirst to win. He's, he had a quote, something like, he, "He would back in his day, he would rip a guy's mouth out before he let him score." And so, in some ways, he's now he hates watching the Cowboys because he just doesn't think the game they're being as physical as they were back in when you guys played.
1: Well, that's, that? that's the majority. That's the majority of the NFL. Uh, but a lot of times your talent can take you over that. The old 49ers team didn't look real physical, even though they were, but they beat you with speed, finesse, and talent, and, and great scheme from their head coach. Uh, a lot of these guys play that way now, but you have the guys that are coming in here this week. You got a few guys that's sitting in the lead. The Cleveland Browns still roll, rolling like that. that that are physical, the, the defenses for the Steelers on the, for the most part and the Ravens for the, they, they still play physical football. They still like to run the ball and beat you up, but it's just the league that we're in. I mean, teams are, uh, you know, Charles, you know, them days of everybody being around 24 points a game and that's the average in the league, them days are over, you know, you, 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 you know, <laughs> You know, so I agree. You know, you, you know, I mean, I think he meant to say rip a guy's throat out, not his mouth. Rip a guy's throat <laughs> out before he let him score. But
3: well yeah, you know, that's me what Charles, Charles said. We had
1: yeah. the same, we had the same English teacher who let us get away with anything.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Jesse, what do you see oh, when it yes. when it comes to just physical, like, wow. physical football?
4: You just you aren't allowed. It's not allowed. Football has changed. Football yeah. has changed from when Charles was playing. What, What? you know, uh, we saw what happened two weeks ago. A guy actually ripped someone's mouthpiece off and then punched him in the helmet twice. Back in their day, that's what had been a regular, this flag. He was ejected and fined, you know, $25,000. The football, it's the game, you, game, Yeah. It suspended two games, wasn't it? Was it? Yeah. It suspended two games. Yeah. So, you know, um, two game checks. Uh, you watch games where i watched the game uh was it monday night or or sunday night and they called two lowering the head to come in and tackle flag and in, to initiate contact so the game has just changed and, and i get i get what, what charles is saying um maybe the nastiness that he, he that he likes or he played with is not there but the physicality charles would just take his hand and smack somebody across the head and it will just, just play on now, you know, again, open hand, closed hand, head across the head, that might get you ejected. For sure will get you a fine. Uh if it's called, that might get you ejected. The game has just changed a lot.
1: Yeah, you, you may man. get a check on Monday or Tuesday anyway, if you don't get a flag, you, right. you it still his, might yeah. come. send you something. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. you know,
4: th- that that's the one thing when you talk about, you know, the, the older generation and I started my career kinda in that when football was still being able, you could still lay somebody out, and it was, it was applauded. Uh, it, it's, it, it's not the same.
2: Yeah. Does it, does it bother you guys, or, or maybe I have a misconception of this team, but it seems to me like this team over the years, the offense has, has actually been more physical than the defense. And I don't think they're what you would call a, a finesse defense either. Would you like to see a little bit more – Nastiness and a little bit more physicality from from you know the defensive unit than than what they currently have, and how do you get that? I mean, is it just attitude? Is going out to get the right players, man,
1: and setting the right tempo in practice, and, uh, and and when you do have your little five minute scrimmages or inside runs for five or ten plays, make sure people bud up, thud, thud up the right way. Make sure. We always had a little thing is, you know, when we went against our guys is who had the hands inside, who? That was the guy that was saying, I'm finishing you. You know, so we fighting, We continue to fight and moving our hands. to help you not get holding calls in a game, too, as often offensive line of finishing this guy. I'm going to finish you. And when you look, and when the whistle blow in practice, you look at him like, I got you, homie. And uh, <laughs> those little things like that where people make, ah, oh, that, that ain't nothing. Try it on a guy who's got some heart. Try to do that on the Tony Tolbert. You would be in a fight. Him and Kevin Golden got into (laughs) a lot of fights trying to finish each other off. And it's just two or three steps. But they were trying to win those two or three steps because it kept you ready and you could transfer it over into the game. Now, at wide receiver, you know, Michael Irvin was pretty physical. I don't know how it was with just them. You know, but, you know, our receivers. Now, Dion and Mike then used to go at it because, I mean, it was two elite players that, that just was great at what they did. But if, if you was a young guy trying to go against Mike, Mike was trying to take your heart, you know, <laughs> bottom line. Yeah, he was trying to let you know, I'll decide how we going to practice out here today, and that's going to be hard every, every day because I needed a great look. Because Mike was always thinking, uh, Mike thought on a different level. The guys I played with thought on a different level. Troy, them—they already knew they was in the game to be Hall of Famers. Emmett, they came to the league with a with that on his mind. Michael Irvin, he was scared that he was gonna miss a meal because he had seventeen kids and found He came to home <laughs> and never ever <laughs> stopped wanting to eat. So I'm just being honest. When I played, guys had a different a different mindset, and I'm not saying that these younger guys—I don't know them personally. Shannon, you know them better than me. Jesse, you know them better than me. I don't know that we have a team full of guys that, you know, if you throw a bowl of porridge on the ground, everybody going at it, man. So I don't know that. So I'm not, I'm not downing them or knocking them, but they're not a physical team.
2: All right, fellas. Time is up. The worst moment of my day when I have to say goodbye to you guys and Chris <laughs> Beam. Nate, thanks for the jokes today. Kurt. Thanks for wearing the, yes, uh, oh, the green hoodie my God. That's today, the, that's it the up. best I can give rid of, of the yeah. jokes Looking today. Good.
1: Hey, Jess, thank
2: you. Jesse, Chris I like, I like the jacket. Y'all. Go fight win tonight, I like sure. the jacket.
1: Kirk, great cut, great yep. questions. I'm trying to drown out Shannon Gross. and We ain't seen his mom, yeah, okay. and I don't know how long. And she would be better.
2: <laughs> she definitely <laughs> would be. She is better. Thanks, Chris, for keeping us on the air. We will be back. Nate, I'll see you tonight. Hey,
1: everybody freeze. Everybody freeze.
2: All right. Later. See you tomorrow. <laughs> Hang with the boys. Same time, same place. Good one, Chess. Place. Chess, Good one, Good one, Kurt. Good one. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Good one. This
4: See you guys. This has man. been a production of
1: DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club.
0: How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!